0: Buy, send me love that you cannot mix. One is the joy that you cannot waste, and the other one price that you cannot fix. This is the peace that you cannot buy. Finding a way where you cannot see. Man with this system, we cannot pray. I need to find release. Hey family, welcome back to another episode of Peace of Mind, where we value our health, our body, and our time. And I have a great friend of mine, brother of mine here. We have Chris Smith today. Talk to the people, Chris. Tell them a little bit about yourself.
1: What's up, good people? Um, my name is Chris Smith. I was born and raised near the Atlanta area. Shout out GCo. Shout out GCo. I uh, went to school, college at uh, UGA. Shout out Terry College of Business. Shout out Terry College of Business. Uh, and now I live and, and work in New York.
0: OK. How do you like New York?
1: New York is fun. It's, it's, it's a good city. It definitely keeps you on your toes, I would say. OK. But I like that aspect and all the new experiences that come with you know. Uh, New York and just all the busyness and craziness that kind of goes on there.
0: Okay, so But how long have you been in New York?
1: I've been there about a year and a half. A year
0: and a half, yeah. I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling good, you know, I'm there for the meantime, yeah. so. Chris loves New York, I can tell, he loves it so much. He yeah, definitely has, like, embraced the culture, took definitely. it on and by storm, so it's really good to see him out there thriving and liking, like, where he currently is at. Okay, cool. So, today we brought Chris on because Chris recently got back from South Africa. So, we are going to be talking about not only his trip to South Africa, but his solo trip that he did just a couple of weeks ago. And Chris went to Johannesburg and Cape Town, if I'm correct. Correct. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, that's what's up. So, um, I'm really excited to talk about this. This is a very cool experience, I believe, to be a unique experience, especially like just people in general. Get into travel and like black men too, black people as well get into experience different parts of the world. So I guess my first question to you is what made you decide to go to South Africa?
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean so 2023, like I'll be real, it's been it's been a year. Um and I wanted to do something that really like capped off the year in like a meaningful way. Okay. Um so I would say like I started planning this trip really Around the summertime, of like June, July time timeframe, okay. um, and you know, living in New York, I feel like I've been exposed to you know different cultures, and especially like you know being black in New York sort of exposes you to uh, different parts of the African diaspora because it's so it's so diverse. Okay. Um, so I was put on last year to a genre of music called ama piano. Okay. Um, it's very house adjacent. Okay. Um, and it's, it was really birthed in South Africa. Really. Yeah, so it really consumed my Spotify rap okay in twenty twenty three completely. S, completely four, mm-hmm. four out of five songs, Wow. and the one that wasn't was gonna. Okay, so. Come on, <laughs> All right, shut up. So yeah, um, so yeah, and so I wanted to experience sort of, in person this year okay. uh, the vibes on the piano, and okay. you know, as I was put onto the music, I did more research into the country and okay. lots of the nature there and lots of the activities and. A lot of people don't know that about South Africa, but there's so many little sightseeing and so many things that you can do in the country, so that's kind of what really inspired the trip. Okay, for you to do the trip and for you to specifically do the trip
0: to South Africa and Cape Town. Correct, America. yeah. Correct. correct, okay, that makes sense.
1: Um, and can you tell them like, when you go, how long did you went, like how many days it was, and stuff like that Yeah. Too? So I was there for 10 full days, if you count. Long time, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you count travel it was like 12 days so mm-hmm. i went there on the 11th um and got back to the u.s and atlanta on the 23rd right in time for christmas with my family and stuff okay um but yeah the flight over there is no joke y'all it's 15 hours yeah i was just about um, to ask you So the flight was 15 hours on the way there it's longer coming back yeah uh so from that, that's from atlanta so why is it longer coming back it just felt longer. something with like the earth I'm crying. I don't know. That's what they said. Someone told me Uh, something with geography. I think maybe people online know a little more than I do. Right. Something with the way that you circle the earth. Yeah. Yeah. That
0: it was longer going back than it was going. Yeah. Okay. And did you sleep a majority of the flight there? Kind of like what was the vibes on your way like going from
1: um, Atlanta to South Africa? What's that journey like? So on the way there, I just felt like I was excited and anxious, so I didn't really sleep that much. Okay, yeah. I was kind of up watching movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, and on the way, on the way back, I was kind of like, I think I flew out like eleven pm, like South Africa time, back to the US. Okay. So I definitely slept on the way back a lot. I actually had the whole row to myself because yeah. oh, wow. I was the only person who bought a ticket in that row. Oh, that's really good. So I looked, at, I lucked out in that circumstance, yeah. but, but yeah. Should have opened yeah. up the little bridges and just took a little nap, made you a little bed. I No, oh, I did, I did, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. so I on the way back, I was able to put the armrest up and lay down. Like okay, a, so you was good. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, was, I was good. All right, though. Yeah. I like that. And um, how did you
0: fly? Spirit? Oh, oh, no, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Delta. <laughs> Delta Airlines. Right, you know, I had to <laughs> yeah. that in there because yeah. Yeah. I knew my Delta. Chris Lovey, a little Delta Airlines. that shit, though. Delta is good okay cool that's what's up so that kind of like got us to like the trip and then I mean I hinted at first but my next question was like who'd you go with right and then obviously you went by yourself solo. But kind of like what what inspired the solo trip or how did we get to the solo
1: part of the trip I mean that's a good question I just feel like you know, when you travel solo, and it's kind of been a goldmine for a while, it's like you do learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think it takes a specific type of person to be able to do that. So it was definitely like over the course of the ten days while I was there, like a good moment of personal growth and development. Yeah. Um, just being able to navigate things by yourself, and like y'all all be honest, like this was my first time not on U.S. soil. Yeah. So even like navigating like customs and like passport stuff and like doing that stuff, you know, a lot of it was like a lot of research the front end that I had to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I'll be honest, I did have uh, a couple friends so I had, you know, a friend in Johannesburg and a friend in Cape Town. So while I kinda traveled solo, stayed solo as far as like my accommodations, I hung out with friends, you know, throughout the duration of the trip. So I yeah. wasn't completely like by myself the whole yeah. time. No, which is honestly good and that makes a lot of sense
0: too. And I mean it's good that you have friends who were global in yeah. the world and country. Mm-hmm. And did they get to like show you any like New experiences or additional experiences, or like, how was it hanging out with them, like while you were there in those two different areas?
1: It was awesome uh, because I met both both of those friends in the U.S. Yeah, and so just being able to see them sort of like back home in their element, um, they even introduced me to some of their childhood friends. Wow! So being able to see how that works and like um, was amazing, and so you know I went with a friend to do basically kind of like a safari okay um uh, near johannesburg that's cool so that was really nice yeah. um i enjoy seeing those like videos and, photos oh, yeah. and kind of like yeah the different just like wildlife yeah. that was around yeah so like the lions i'll be honest god, a little close to the car right a little it's too close right. for comfort right but you know okay that was fun it but was you made it out
0: unscathed yes thankfully blessings right. <laughs> to god yeah okay that's Okay, let's um, transition a little bit and talk about your stay, the B&B. Kind of like, like where did you stay, why did you choose that specific area and location, and how was that for you while you were in South Africa?
1: Of course, yeah, so, actually I did a mix of hotels and Airbnbs. Okay. So while I was in Joburg, uh, Johannesburg, it's like the nickname that people call it, just Joburg, or, 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 or Josie, okay, uh, and I learned a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joburg. Yeah. yeah. So when I was in Joburg, I did hotels, Um, And I stayed sort of like in the business district of Joburg. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. So there were. So
0: is that kind of like downtown ish equivalent to kind of like America's customs or no, not
1: necessarily? It would be kind of downtown. Um, It wasn't like the northern part of the city, I know. Okay. Um, But it was definitely like where, you know, where your business people go. So I saw like a lot of offices, a lot of business offices. and so, like that was pretty cool. So I kind of stayed at like a business hotel, um, which was cool. But I was obviously just there for, for leisure. Okay. Um, and in Joburg, it was cool because I stayed like, why well, I, I did two hotels in Joburg because actually I did Joburg to Cape Town back to Joburg. Right. Um, and so my first time in Joburg, I did hotels and it was right near like a nice business center, like, right near the mall. okay So I got to see the mall. Oh, that's really good. Got to see the mall, got to see Nelson Mandela Square. Wow. Um, so it was a lot of like and like little things I got like to see. historical figures and yeah. size and attribute. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. actually
0: really cool. And why did you go from Joburg? You know, why did you go <laughs> from like Joburg to Cape Town back to Joburg? Like
1: why yeah. did you just like you know do one in the back? So there are like more flights from the states going from going in and out of Joburg. Mm. So it's more of like a people's entry point mm-hmm. to the country. And okay. so I put like a round trip flight from Joburg. Uh, there, were been, there would have been like less options, and then it would have been more expensive had I done fly out back out of Cape, Cape town, town, because there's not that many options
0: from yeah. Cape Town back to the US. Yeah. OK, that makes sense. Yeah. OK, cool. I like that. Um, which one did
1: you like more or better, or were the, they yeah. just different? That's what everyone has been asking. Yeah. I would just say they're very different cities. And so give people context, right? Joburg is more towards the northern part of the country. Cape Town's more towards the southern part of the country. And so if you look at the distance, like I flew between the two cities, the flying time is essentially like the same distance of flight that I would fly from Atlanta to New York. Mm. So they're very far between the two cities. Between Johannesburg and yeah. Cape Town. Wait, how long is the flight between Atlanta and New York? Like two-ish like, hours. Oh, OK. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a two-hour flight. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So I mean, as you can imagine, like, being born and raised in Atlanta, I went to college nearby in the area. Like Atlanta is a very different city from New York. So in the same regard, Joburg and Cape Town are very different cities. Um, Joburg is a little less touristy of a city, I would say. Okay. Um, more locals in Joburg. Cape Town, people go to it like it's Miami. Wow. People go to it like it's you know LA because it definitely has that like beach California Florida feel to it. That's interesting to me then yeah. how like a lot of people like you know
0: equiv- like, equivocate that to like Miami or LA, but there's not as many flights going like in and yeah. out of Cape Town. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're different though.
1: Yeah, they are different. Alright. If I say Joburg or Cape Town, what comes to mind first? So Joburg, the people, I yeah. feel like Joburg people, I mean the people everywhere were nice, but Joburg people were, were pretty nice, um, very down to earth people. Cape Town is more so just like the vibes and nature, like the nature there is incredible. I uh, got to visit one of the seven wonders of nature called Table Mountain. Table Mountain. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um And how yeah. was that for you? It was it was nice, you know. I was gonna hike it up, but then I realized the hike was several hours. Yeah, it was like ooh. so I took that cable car. Yeah <laughs> up, the, <laughs> up the mountain. Okay cable car. out yeah. efficiency. Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and Cape Town just has like the beach, the so water is very blue. Yeah. I um, mean, you're in Cape Town, you're just seeing, like, especially on the waterfront, some really nice houses, like, the houses there are, are nice and just, like, mansions, essentially. Wow. So, it was compounds. Oh. <laughs> Do, they <not> call-
0: <laughs> Do they not call them compounds? I have not heard that terminology. Oh, yeah, have heard heard word compounds? What's that? I think compounds is, like... <laughs> <laughs> I only laugh at y'all because I don't like saying things that I don't necessarily not know. So take this with a grain of salt, but I'm pretty sure compound is a, like a term to like a big house, and I know that's oh, okay. like in Nigerian culture or oh, okay. like African culture yeah. as well. Like when they said like uh, we have a compound back home, okay. it's typically turned to that. like a mansion. Yeah, okay. I just don't know if it's like equivalents to like I don't know. Yeah, but okay. Okay, cool. Um, Cool, 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 cool. So we talked about the BNBs. I uh, guess my next question is more so about like the food. How was the food? The price of the food? The taste of the food? Was yeah. it different than like American
1: cuisine? Like, talk to us a little bit about the food and paint a picture for us. Of course, yeah. So just full stop. The food was some of the best I've had in my entire life. Your life. Um, wow. Yeah, they're really big on their meats. So I got like you know, of course while I was there, I had to get some steak. Um, the steak was good, uh, the lamb was really good, wow. and so everything was like pretty much fresh. And I think coming from America, where we have all those preservatives and GMOs, yeah, I could taste the difference in the food. Wow, um, yeah, and so the dollar transfers very well there. So, like, uh, what you're able to get for your money there compared to here, like, if you're an American making American dollars, you go to South Africa, you're getting a steak dinner for like 20 dollars or less. That's great, yeah. that's crazy. The steak was. Quality steak. And it was good. It really? was good, yeah. Um, so you know, it was so a little bit lavish. I was. I, <laughs> the steak I was good. Was. I mean, as far as like fast food, like they have Nando's, which is like I guess people associated more with the UK, really? but I didn't know like the Nando's was started in South Africa. Um, so it's a South African chicken oh, okay chicken place. Yeah, so I had that. You know, that was good. Um, and they're really big, like huge on their KFC. Like, oh, really? you know, KFC here, like, you see it every now and then, but, like, yeah. it's like McDonald's. They're like, on every single corner. Wow. But I saw a lot of KFC there.
0: Dang. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I wonder if they make their KFC, like... Products the
1: same as they make them here. I did eat at KFC. The menu was a bit different, oh, really? especially like with the flavorings they have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like even like with the lack of like preservatives and GMOs, like you were yeah. saying,
0: it probably could be. I don't know if it's healthy, but yeah. maybe it's a lot healthier than kind of like how we make our fried chicken here, though. Yeah, I haven't been to KFC in a while. Yeah, I went South Africa, so yeah. It was good. Have you been here like lately?
1: Last time, I mean, that five dollar up I don't know if it's still there because yeah. of inflation, but I don't know that <laughs> yeah. I don't you don't know if I no, I've never been like uh, a
0: kid ever. Yeah, yeah. I'm more Yeah, race. I was about to say. Yeah. I mean, I know they have like that big bucket of chicken. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, overall the food was good. It was good. The coffee too. Okay. So I'm a big coffee drinker, yeah. and the coffee there is really it was amazing. Um, yeah. So yeah, I went to this place. It's a chain called Bootlegger Coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went there honestly like three, four days in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and the coffee was wasn't really good. So. And this was in Joburg or Cape Town. That was in Cape Town. That was in Cape Town. Cape, yeah. Cape Town has great coffee. Yeah. Did you get coffee in Joburg? I did. I got coffee at the hotel. Oh, okay. And even the, the hotel coffee was was really good. Really. really better good. than Starbucks here. Better than Starbucks. Yeah. I stand on it, too.
0: All right. Yeah, yeah you should. You know, they have their thing going on Starbucks right oh, now you're with, right. The, uh, with the All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we go to uh, transition. <laughs> They got, they got, Starbucks got stuff going on. So yeah, that's what we going to say. Um, my next question is more so, oh, but before I get to that, I guess my last question on that was kind of like, did you have like a favorite meal or like food mm-hmm. or something like that that kind of like sticks out or resonates?
1: Yeah, so I went to one restaurant, I think it's called like the Butcher Shop or something like that. Yeah. And it's like basically where you get to choose your own cut of meat, like you get to pick it out. Yeah. And so I got, I went there and that was in Cape Town. Like I, I tried wagyu, uh, wagyu steak. So. Okay. Oh yeah, I heard all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wagyu, wagyu. wagyu, wagyu, wagyu. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I yeah. tried whatever it is. I tried it. He tried. He tried the last. <laughs> it was good. So, yeah. was, That was probably my favorite, favorite meal. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to the wagyu.
0: Yeah. yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Okay. Good. Um, my next thing is the interactions. Okay. So tell us a little bit about like the excursions you went on. Some of the interactions. I know you said that you took the cable car up to Table Mountain, so that was one of them for sure, but like what else did you do while you were there, what did you enjoy, what did you not enjoy, like what is some of those things?
1: Yeah, so uh, Cape Town has definitely like a lot of the excursions part of it, um, a lot of the nature part, I'm a big nature person, so okay. uh, Table Mountain was cool, I took the cable, the cable car up to Table Mountain, and then um, they also have what's called Boulder's Beach, and so it's essentially like an African penguin car. What is that? Uh, they have African penguins there, penguins, oh, okay. and so yeah, penguin. I don't think I had ever saw a penguin in person yeah. before going to South Africa, but I saw penguins there, and I thought like that's like my new favorite animal. Wow, like, the penguins—they the... were like, uh, is... some cool animals. Yeah, and you got to read about them and how they came from Australia and New Zealand, but the penguins in South Africa are like different from the other penguins. Yeah, um, and so that was that was definitely very cool. Uh, and then I went to what's called uh, the Cape of Good Hope. And that's the most the Cape of Good Hope. Yeah, Cape of Good Hope. What is that? That's the most southwestern point in the African continent. Okay. That's the most southwestern point. Yeah. In the African continent. Yeah. So it's like a little especially kinda of like a, a park where people go into it and you have to drive probably like fifteen minutes into the park to get to that specific point. Wow. Was it nice? It was nice. The views were incredible. Yeah. Um for sure a lot of people think it's like the most southern point of africa but really that's like a little more towards the east this one is like and when you go to actually the most southern point i think you can see like where the indian and atlantic oceans like meet wow. so they obviously that like they don't like Man. blend together so they're two separate you can kind of see that they're two separate colors of yeah. the oceans so i didn't get to see that one oh, but yeah. next time next time
0: because like he had does have plans on Hopefully yeah. right. turn it back like, again yeah. in the future. Okay, that's yeah. what's up, that's what's up, that's what's up. Do you know like the cape, it was called the Cape of Good Hope? Yeah. Does that stand for something or is that symbolic for something I'm not sure?
1: I don't know to be honest, um, I did see when I was there like, like a cross somewhere, yeah. so I don't know if it has some okay. kind of religious significance yeah. behind it. Symbolic, yeah, yeah. Like, Probably, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Sorry, y'all, this protein shake is amazing. Um, Okay, cool. And then, like, do you have any other thoughts or comments in terms of kind of, like, sites that you saw? I know they're kind of, like, all blending together, but if not, that's cool. But, like, just, like, your overall perspective from, like, the sites of, like, another country in comparison to, like, America or, like...
1: yeah, yeah. So, I mean, definitely, like, and I honestly haven't experienced as much of the the West Coast as I've kind of wanted to. Okay. In the U.S., at least. And so, the West Coast kind of kind of reminded me of the pictures I've seen in the West Coast. Yeah. On, like, the mountains and, like, the beach and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. So I would say, like, as far as what I saw, I mean, it was, like, the most scenic. Cape Town was the most scenic city I think I, I've been in. Um, right. But, you know. It's getting a lot of honorable shout-outs to yeah, Cape Town. Yeah, it, like, it you know, is. Cape, <laughs> Cape Town and Joe Berg was fun, too, though. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Joe okay. Berg was cool. Joe Berg needed to
0: come on with the come on. Yeah. Okay, that's what's up. Um, all right, and then... I think my last, like, subponent, my last, uh, bullet, subcomponent, question on that area is kind of like just the overall culture of South Africa. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: your perspective just on South Africa. Yeah. So, I guess where I'll start is, you know, living in the U.S., right, um, sometimes growing up, you know, there has been some perceived tension. Okay. Between African and African American cultures, and okay. just like the way that we interacted with each other. Okay. Um, and but when I went over there, I mean, it was all love. Um, I mean, there were people who told me like, "Welcome home," even though like they wow. knew it was my first time on the African continent. So the people were really nice. The culture, I mean, was amazing. Um, I felt like, especially living in New York, you know, New York is known not to be the nicest place in the world. Um, I don't I tried to gloss over those things and highlight like the good things in New York, but a little bit. it was apparent when I was there like, wow, like, this is a nice, you know, like a nice, the people, the people here are nice. Yeah. Even when I was getting coffee, like, I had already put my tip in. Yeah. And they were talking, asking about my day and asking about different things. Right. I'm like, they're not even working for the tip. Like, they're just doing it from um, the kind kind nicest of their heart. Yeah. And sure. so that was an experience. I mean, all the Uber drivers I had, Uber is a very good option to, to get around South Africa like, okay. within the cities pretty it's really, really pretty affordable yeah Um good. all the Uber drivers I had were you know very nice they me good recommendations of things to do in the city and just had some really good hospitality yeah so I would say on the hospitality front like South Africa won that's me over really good, right? yeah that's really good and like for people who might not know there are
0: Ubers and this yes and like it's, like it's like not some people assume yeah. that in other countries that they might not be like familiar with or not yeah. with like they not might not know how to get around but they still have that modern technology of, they do <laughs> okay just throwing it out there for yeah. informational purposes. Okay cool. So that's what's up in terms of the culture of South Africa. Um dun, 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 dun. what did you learn from solo traveling? So, not even necessarily South Africa or Cape Town or Joburg. Like, you can definitely include those points, too. But I know you touched on it a little bit earlier, but just, like, the overall lessons and experiences of solo traveling. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would say, like, it definitely builds a lot of confidence in yourself because... When, especially when planning the trip, I had to plan it based on my own accord. Yeah. So of course I was able to ask, you know, I, to, I mentioned I had friends in both cities, asked them what to do. And I'll be honest, I even asked like Chat like, hey, what's a ten-day itinerary wow. in South Africa? And you can good stuff. Yeah. Damn. But it's just where everything was on your own accord, it was a bit different. I think the moment of arriving in South Africa, you get there and you're kinda like, Holy crap, like I did this by myself. Yeah. It kinda instills like a bit of confidence. And you that you can sort of handle something that, that you can do something. Um, obviously, wherever you go and whoever you travel with, it's important to be safe. Yeah. I just made sure, like solo travel, also that I took the precautions necessary to to be safe. So, of course, like constantly checking in with friends and family. Um, I even had like a shared album that I uploaded all my pictures and videos to. One because my friends and family wanted to see my photos, but also like that created kind of an audit trail. Yeah. Of where I went throughout the day. Okay. So if anything happened, like they would know. So I would just say like safety. You know, you learn a lot about like best practices with safety. Um, I mentioned the confidence piece earlier. Like confidence to be able to plan something to be able to do something. Yeah. But also confidence in like your interactions with other people. Yeah. And how um, and how it is right like getting to know other people and like building relationships right and getting to know people when you're just you know out you know somewhere. Yeah. Um, it really is like you have to stand on your own two feet. Yeah. Okay. You know? I <laughs> Because it's like, you know, you have to, no one's there to like introduce you to somebody or, yeah. you know, say this and that. You kind of have to walk up to the person that you want to talk to and, mm-hmm. and do your little pitch. You, you know? Talk to them. Yes. To talk to them. Stand yeah. on your own two feet. Yeah. Okay, stand on your own two feet.
0: I'm yeah. I definitely sure. so yeah. That's what's up. Okay, so like, yeah, one of the biggest things from like solo traveling is really like, Holding yourself accountable, I guess, in yeah. a sense of, like, okay, if you want something to get done, then get it done, because yeah. there's nobody else who yeah. do it, for lack of better yeah. yeah. And
1: I would say also, like, I love, like, shared experiences with others, like, don't get me wrong, I love that aspect. Yeah. And, like, I'll find my pictures and videos. There's nobody else here in the U.S., like, none of my family or friends that I can, like, have that shared experience with, that, of being in South Africa, so, like, being able to learn how to, like, tell a story like yeah. I'm doing right now, yeah. because it's not like you know, my family went with me so it's like, I'm kind of recounting my experience to so them, it's also, like, a good skill to have, because when I'm telling my stories, I want them to feel like they were there yeah, you know, yeah oh wow, I like that mm-hmm. I definitely feel there
0: right now thanks, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, I appreciate that okay, cool, that's what's up that was a good recap about um, this other travel my next question is what are some challenges about the trip? What went wrong? What was unexpected? What was something that
1: you had to like
0: adapt or shift from? Because nothing is perfect, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would say like one thing I also learned, like, you know, for context, I'm a very like, if I make a plan, I can stick to it type of person. Yeah. And so there were just times where I had to like change plans around. Like, I didn't really get to do everything that I wanted to do in South Africa. Okay. Um. There was one time where you know a friend I was I was connecting with in the in Jo'burg. He was like, I was supposed to leave Jo'burg the following day. Yeah. He was like, you know, I'm actually having a few people over. You know, you're welcome to come and meet some of my chocolate friends. Yeah. Um. So I had literally changed my flight last minute. Yeah. So things like that that you kind of do, um, that I had to sort of adjust with. Um, when I tell you like my keys in Cape Town, like I was struggling with the keys, I don't know why. Yeah. I'm just trying to get in because there were like three keys to get inside my unit. So just things like that where you're like, dang, I can't even put the keys in the door. Yeah. You know, I'm just kinda all alone, like trying to get the keys yeah. to work. And so things like that, they you typically you would have somebody else to help you work through. Yeah. You know, those wow. are things yeah. I had to sort of work through. Had to self-solution. Work through my own. Yeah. So yeah, but I would say like overall like things went better than I probably could have hoped before. Okay, it never was smooth. There was barely any turbulence. Okay, smooth sailing, little turbulence. <laughs> not too much
0: rocking of the boat. Exactly, the plane was steady. Okay, the plane was steady. Okay, took off, did a little well. Maybe had like a little normal, you know. You know what? It's it's what's expected. Right, it's not in yeah, crazy. high altitude. Yeah, thirty five thousand feet. Right. Okay. so you're good, dude. <laughs> <I was> up there. How's it going? Okay, cool. Um, what would you rate the trip 1 out of 10? I'd honestly say it's a 10 out of 10. Wow. That's a bold statement. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. But, but I would say it's a 10 out of if 10. If you feel it, then you feel it for sure.
1: I had a great time. Yeah. Um, met some really great people. Had some really good food. Um, And for it to be my first international trip, too, yeah. like, you know, I had, a, had an amazing time. So I'm definitely, like, going to do more international travels as well because I just felt like I even learned a lot about, like, what it means to be American. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. By going to other places and other cultures too. Yeah. Especially like as a black American, because yeah. in a black American, so like we identify with our cities. I'm from ATL, I'm from New York, I'm from yeah, LA. That, that's what we, you know, we even make nicknames for them. Like, yeah, we do. You know, where the players play, you know? Right. Right. So it's kind of like being able to go to a different country and someone saying, they can tell by your accent, like, oh, he's American. Especially in an African country, because most of the people were we were black, yeah. So like going there and having to identify as an American was definitely like a unique experience. Mm. Um, and you kind of wonder like what it means to be American because I just feel like, you know, black Americans we don't always identify with America to the to yeah. to, to a agree. certain degree.
0: Kind of like siloed in a certain sense as being like the minority of yeah. like the country for sure. Most definitely, yeah. and then even more so in specific areas or departments. So uh, I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, did you learn like any like skill sets or anything from? I know one of the things that you say kind of like standing on business, like standing on your own. But is there anything that you kind of like apply or use now that you're back here, like in the states, like here in Georgia, or going back to New York, or anything like that, or not really? Um,
1: I think just like some conversations that you have when like you um, are talking to people, like it's just some conversation starters that I feel like I had, I had kind of picked up on South Africa that I can kind of take with me. Okay. Um, so yeah, things like that. And I okay. just feel like I'm probably better yeah. at like just having conversations with people. talking to in general, people. Yeah, being more comfortable. Yeah. 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 You know, I know.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. And what advice would you give to people who want
1: to solo travel or go out of the country? I would say like definitely do your research where you can. Yeah. Um, I started researching like probably six months in advance and made a full itinerary everything so where you want to go like what are probably like the best and safest areas to go you know wherever you're you're staying because I did stay you know in some of the safest areas. I did that research to make sure I was staying sort right. of in the best areas of town where I could have stayed right. then no trouble no trouble did not no trouble <laughs> no t- <laughs> <laughs> thankfully I didn't get any right <laughs> um, there, research. yeah do your research okay um be confident in yourself like know that you can do it Um, but also just like be safe to in general like you know I feel like being in New York has instilled at least some degree of street smartness in me Okay. so I kind of knew how to like, navigate just walking around Um, but you know just don't lay your phone down don't do those kinds of things like you know make sure you have all your belongings and make sure you don't you know, leave a drink down things like that that you wouldn't even do in the U.S. yeah you know continue that practicing when you're abroad okay
0: yeah that's funny because Maybe because people could get overwhelmed, but I definitely could see how people might not carry over some of like those street senses or street yeah. intellectuals of, or like just best practices in general. Not even necessarily like street smart of like what not to do, what to do. Because like just because you go somewhere else doesn't mean that you're necessarily protected from all of yeah. like the bad incidents that could happen to. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, would you ever go on another solo trip
1: like? to a different country? I would. Well, actually yeah, you got this one? I you would. I have to figure out where. Right. Yeah, you I would I would though. Okay. Um,
0: you talked about Joburg having a lot of like nature. Can you talk about like the nature of Joburg and kind of like the nature of
1: South Africa a little bit and kind of like how that site was? So I feel like more Cape Town has more of, like the nature of. Okay. The Joburg has a little bit of nature. Um, okay. So Joburg is the city, it's closest to the safari. Yeah. So I did my safaris kind of closer to Joburg. Okay, um, you did your safaris closer to Joburg? Yeah. yeah. Um, Joburg, Joburg is cool. I mean, even like little things that you're kind of fascinated by, that you don't realize, like the trees, kind of like seeing like more like trees, like Savannah trees, you know? Like okay. not the city of Savannah, but like the nature kind of Savannah oh, trees. Yeah. Um, Seeing those? What was cool in and, and just you know driving around it and seeing that. Um, Cape Town had like the beach and the mountains and stuff, so like that was that was nice. You know, even looking at my Airbnb, I had like a pretty decent view of like the ocean, uh, which was pretty cool. So, and there's a lot of different hikes that you can do. Like, um, you know, I didn't even get to do all of them, but like Lion's Head, which is um, kind of like a peak that people go over. Um, that I'll probably do next time in South Africa, but you know. Twenty twenty four. maybe we'll see. Yeah, I, no, got, got I want one. to. Yeah,
0: possibly. Maybe I'll tack on this trip. Come on. I was about to say. <laughs> Get my little South African village going on too. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, let's talk about the dancing and the party culture yeah. of South Africa and how that was for you and like just how it is in comparison to like either, like, black culture, black American culture, or just American culture in general.
1: Yeah. So I guess, like, where I'll start on that front is that, full stop, December in South Africa is just a crazy, crazy month. Like, it is a fun month. Yeah. And I kind of did research, so I knew that going into it. Right. So I knew I wanted to go somewhere in December where it was warm. So when I was there, it was summer in South Africa, southern hemisphere. And so, I mean, I've experienced Atlanta, you know... The scene in Atlanta, the rappers, all that stuff. I've experienced that. Uh-oh. You're born and raised in Atlanta. Okay. I've experienced New York in New York summer. Like I'll be honest, you know, I advocate for New York. I love New York. New York summer is fun, mm-hmm. but like December in South Africa gave uh, New York and Atlanta definitely like a run for its money for yeah. sure. Oh, wow. um, it's just fun because people take off for work, and it's just like imagine like it's Christmas time and it's summer outside, and like yeah. the flowers are in full bloom, bloom, and like the nature is there, and, like every mm-hmm. the sun's out, right? So it was fun. Um, I will say like it definitely it was cool to see like um, Atlanta music on display as well. Uh, and that, wherever I went, like yeah, they played on the piano. Yeah, they played acrobics. They also played Atlanta music. Uh-oh. And so you know, oh Bad and yeah. Bougie. Okay, know. come on, <laughs> it, it, and it, it was crazy. Yeah, because was <laughs> like, <"Hold on>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, that's what's up. Yeah, because I don't know
0: why. It comes off as like shocking or alarming.
1: Like, it was like yeah. shocking, you know what yeah. I mean? yeah. But like, especially because like being from Gwinnett, like I grew up fifteen minutes away. Like my high school was fifteen minutes from where they went to high school. Yeah, amigos. So it's kind of like hearing that, which is kind of like whoa! I'm eight thousand miles away, and still, i hearing soul that. Soul and soul soul and, and they, they know the lyrics, and they're singing the lyrics because yeah. they all speak English. So imagine like, yeah. you know, yeah. Um,
0: Do they um speak English as their like, default language?
1: So there are 11 languages in South Africa, 11 official languages. Wow. Um, I, most of the people that I interacted with knew multiple languages. So I was talking to one Uber driver, and he knew four. Oh, wow. Um, and some of the languages are less and more common, depending on the, where you are within the country. Yeah. Uh There's a lot of tribal languages, uh, like Zulu, for example. Right. Um, there's Afrikaans, I believe I'm saying that right. And that kind of existed when the Dutch came from Europe, they created that Afrikaans language. And so typically in school in South Africa, you have to learn more than one language as a part of the schooling system. Okay. And so they're definitely fluent in oh, languages. Uh, that's really good, yeah.
0: yeah. I wish they did that here like in the yeah. States, where they kind of like, it was a requirement to learn
1: especially early, cause, from, because it would be yeah. natural for most yeah. people. Yeah. Because I started taking like a foreign language in high school. Right. By that time it's almost too late. Uh, I take it in middle school. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, but if you start people off in pre-K, kindergarten, elementary school, it's just what you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's what's up. Um, I feel like this question is redundant, but kind of like, what is one thing uh,
1: you took away from the trip? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't know before, but something that just kind of resonates with me is like people are people wherever you go. Yeah. Like, you know, people will crack jokes with you just like they'll crack jokes with you in the US. Yeah. You know, people will talk to you just like they talk to you in the US. So it's like, don't, I think America has this like way of like putting ourselves on a pedestal. We do. Or in a box. In a box box too. And that we sort of like run the whole entire world, but like we don't. And it was just good to get that perspective first international trip yeah like people are people wherever you go yeah so, so yeah. yeah that's honestly like a really really good one and i re- resonate
0: with that one a lot too just because on a very very smaller scale like even know when i'm roller skating i realize like roller skating is typically a black dominated event mm-hmm. depending on like what areas you're in of course and what type of skating you're doing but even when I see like people of like different races of different backgrounds like indulging in those black dominated events, like depending on if it's in Atlanta or if it's in Gwinnett or this and the third. And also just like in the culture of the music and the style of skate, it just gets so like interesting and intriguing because it just reminds me like, yes, a person might be of a different race or ethnicity or like skin tone or skin color. Yeah. But like that doesn't mean that they automatically don't like certain things or don't yeah. want to do certain things. They're not going to interact with people yeah. based off of like the high
1: level stereotypes. Yeah, and I'm glad that you brought up like the diversity in that aspect. Yeah. Because, I mean, South Africa was incredibly diverse. Yeah. Especially in Cape Town, um, and so, you know, the people there are not a monolith. Um, you know, there are a lot of, uh, of course, of black people there. There are a lot of white people there as well because. The history of colonialism in the country, yeah. and there are a lot of Indians there as well. Yeah. Um, and so, being able to see all those cultures in display, yeah. and you know, race the classification is typically like um, white, black, Asian, Indian, and they also have what's called colored. And it's not in the U.S. How he we... guess. <gasps> I know. <laughs> It's not in the U.S. how we view the word color being, like, derogatory. Yeah. It's like, an, it's, like, it's like an actual classification that basically means mixed. Yeah. So when you're over there, you see, like, a lot of, like, uh, people who are colored or mixed that, yeah. like, they, they just look like a combination of, like, Indian, white, black, okay. all in one. Yeah. And it was cool to be able to see people who generally, like, look different, you know? Yeah. Like, so that, that was cool to see. Okay, for wow. sure.
0: That's actually yeah. really cool. It sounds really cool, yeah. Yeah. Very eye opening. Yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> Um, and do you want to like talk about like with that being said, talk about like the apartheid of like South Africa a little bit? Apartheid? I cannot renounce that word correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apartheid. Of of South- course. What did I say?
1: Apartheid? Apartheid. <laughs> <laughs> the apartheid in South Africa a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, apartheid in South apartheid Africa side, yeah. is essentially like, um, you know, it's very similar to what we had in the U.S., the racial discrimination that, went on and continues to go on in the us yeah so the apartheid was the word for it there um, and so I went to the apartheid museum that's in Johannesburg okay uh, which which was amazing uh, and talked about just the like, history of race in the country and, and how you know uh, black people were were um, marginalized in South Africa which is which is crazy because like how do you marginalize somebody in their own continent and country that's just wild right. um, but I took you aback Took me back for sure and how there were like literally like ghettos created, like um, sections of town created for for those who are white or you know European versus those who are who are African. Yeah. And so even when you're riding through South Africa today, you still see like those um, sort of areas on display. So the areas that I stayed in were honestly like back in the day when apartheid was in effect, it was the quote unquote European or white areas of the town. So I did stay like amongst like a lot of like White people. And I mean, there are, I did see like a black middle class there as well, kind of like you would see in the US, but still, like, I stayed in like white dominated areas yeah. of, of the town because the black areas are further from the city. Mm-hmm. And so, in the part time museum, like, I talked about how essentially, like, uh, these Africans were displaced from their homes and forced to the, basically the outskirts of the city where they had to commute far and to work. Yeah um and so wow. you know we think you know all oh, this is a thing in the past but i even felt like when i was walking around in like my area of cape town which was like a predominantly like white area of cape town there were some ladies clenching their curses and i kind of felt a little something something yeah even just from being in africa yeah. so you yeah. think that like you're in africa you're immune to all that yeah but you're not wow so you know whenever i go somewhere i love to be able to learn about and explore like the the cultural and historical significance of where I am. Yeah, in the origin. Yeah, because like I'm a tourist, and I'd be remiss as a tourist to go somewhere some and not nice. not learn about those aspects. Yeah.
0: So while you're in those areas, yeah, but that's really intuitive and intellectual love. you. know, Honestly, just very smart in terms of like how to navigate the spaces that you're in too. That way, like you're honestly in the best position and like placement of like when you're going to these areas to make sure yeah. that you're just up on games, yeah. for better words. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And Chris, my last question um, for you and for the people is if they could take one thing away from this podcast or this episode or from your trip of solo traveling to South Africa, what would that
1: be? Yeah. What would you want them to remember? I think it's sort of a combination of being authentic, right? Who you are and yourself. So, you know, this was a goal I had for myself. And it was an authentic goal, right? I didn't want to do this because I saw so and so and such and such on social media traveling all over the world. Yeah. I wanted to do it because of myself. So right. being authentic to yourself and your dreams. Yeah. But also being able to go after those. Yeah. And have the ambition to be able to, to, to put you know your money where your mouth is yeah. sometimes. Yeah, no, I um, agree. You know, I think mean, like that's what this experience has taught me, and that's what I hope the people at home can sort of take away as yeah. well. Yeah. I love that a lot, and I love the execution of that
0: because I feel like that is showing up for yourself in a level of self-love that I was just talking Mm -hmm. to a friend about, and I know that people want to love themselves, but when you ask people how they show up for themselves or how they provide love to themselves, I feel like that answer could be a tad bit more difficult or complicated, so it's really just cool to hear you show up for yourself in a way of something that, when we were talking back when we were in Chicago, yeah. that made you a tad bit <laughs> uncomfortable about just navigating that space and to hear your yeah. mindset post-travel just be in yeah. a completely different space, really just alludes to like your level of like, love for who you are as a person and like, caring and ambition, so that's yeah. great to hear. Growth. To growth. 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 growth comes through experiences. Growth comes through experiences, consistent yeah. experiences. Yeah. Oh, cool. Chris, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It has been a complete pleasure and delight on my behalf to honestly, like, hear even more in the in-depths about your South Africa trip and just, like, how that impacted you positively as a person and also the people who will be listening to it as well. Thank you. Appreciate you for having me on. Of course. We'll do do it again soon sometime. All right. (laughs) Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Peace of Mind, where we value our health, our body, and our time. This is the peace that you cannot buy. Send me a love that you cannot mix. One is the joy that you cannot waste. And the other one price that you cannot fix. This is the peace that you cannot buy. Finding a way where you cannot see. Man with desist if you cannot pray. I need to find relief. This is the peace that you cannot buy Send me a love that you cannot mix One is the joy that you cannot waste And the other one price that you cannot fix This is the peace that you cannot buy Finding a way where you cannot see Man with the system you cannot pray I need to find relief